All right, we've got the in-studio crew here. Matt Cruz in. I'm Dylan Corba. We've got UFC. What are we up to here? 276. Uh, banger. I, I was saying that the uh, last card I watched, the Glover, like, shock loss to uh, Geary, uh, that was one of the greatest cards I had ever seen in my life. It might be top this weekend. So we're hoping to watch it, uh, obviously, maybe stream it, maybe not. But it's going to be a banger up and down the card. Uh, let's start with Adesanya Cannoneer. You just said to me before we hit record, you think he's going to close minus 500? Yeah, he's now earlier today. He was at minus 410. I think he's further along now. Um, and he's the play. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to lay him <laughs> straight up, but like I'll close a couple parlays into him. Yeah. Look. When has he ever lost to a striker, boxer type fighter? He hasn't. He's lost once, and it was when he just got outclassed, I guess, if you will, at light heavyweight. Um, and we've seen it before with him. He knows how to like win and defend a championship belt. He doesn't have to go be crazy, take risks. He's the most elusive fighter in the sport um of any weight class pound for pound like i mean he, you just don't touch him he chips away he's the real deal uh yeah i mean this entire fight is or fight card is basically ranked fights like you're not going to get cheated here uh you've got your right <laughs> in an early prelim uh jessica eyes there too yeah for pound for pound uh according to ufc.com they've got uh it, they've got camaro Volkanowski, <laughs> and then uh, there's Israel. So you're going to see two of the top three fighters in the game uh, in one fight card. Uh, Max Holloway comes in. At I was going to say, you don't have to far go far down to find Max Holloway yeah, on that right. list either. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's Israel's the play. The only thing is Cannonier is like, I think he's the guy who basically, he, after every fight he wins, he's like, I got to keep fighting because I'm broke. Like, this dude is just like, I mean, he, okay, he's literally fighting for his life. Like, I know Adesanya is too, and most of these guys are, but holy shit, I don't know. But, yeah, you, you said it. He's he's going to have, uh, uh, he's done this before. Uh, it's like clockwork. Cannoneer's never been here before. He's excited to get the opportunity. Just look at the reach. I mean, Cannoneer's five foot nine. I did not realize that. So, yeah, I think Adesanya, that's why everyone's hammering him. Uh, Shevchenko, I think, closed, what, like 600. I definitely laid it and uh, sweated through that. But that's the thing is like, okay, yeah, you don't, you're afraid to lay that number, but you're confident that it's pretty accurately priced. The thing that I did not realize about Cannoneer is he started in uh, as a heavyweight. Yes. Went to light heavyweight and now he is in middleweight and he is incredibly like shredded, looks like yep. a beast. But he, and Adesanya is just going to be too much for him. He's 38. Uh, he lost to Glover in the heavyweight division um, when he was a part of it. Yeah. All right. Volkanowski, Holloway, three, right? This is about the shortest line you're ever going to see Volkanowski for the rest of his career. I mean, uh, it, it's the best fight. One of the split decisions. Uh, obviously, I've got some crazy stats here for, for you here because this is going to be an out, all-out war. Um, let's see here. Volkanowski, I mean, he is going – yeah. He's, he's one of those guys that hasn't had less than 100 strikes uh, in three years. Uh, and Holloway's even crazier because he's fought in two fights. He hasn't had less than 230 strikes in his last two because he went 230 and then he went 445 against Cater. Like, output you will never see. Uh, he looked – that was just a crazy fight. To, he looked deformed after that. Uh, any shot here in the dog? Is this your live dog? 
I told you before we started, I had a live dog. I figured we might, <clears throat> excuse me, work our way up the card and kind of end <clears throat> with one of these. But here we are. And yes, Max Holloway is my live dog, plus 160. Um, like you said, Volkanovsky, this is like about minus 200. That's about as short as a line as you will see from him. Mm. Uh, everyone in that second fight said Max won, at least a lot of people. I watched it actually. Michael Bisping said for his money, he's got Max 3-0 through the first three rounds and proceeds <laughs> to lose by decision. Um, but interestingly, at the start of the third round, they said that Max was minus 400 at the time. So that tells you where he was after the first two rounds. I actually do think Volk won the next three and fairly won the fight. Yeah. Point is, I'm on Max. He is a champion himself. Volkanovski, like you said, second in the pound for pound rankings right now. One of the best lightweight or featherweights we've ever seen. So is Max. No, totally. Because people are saying the winner of this one is the best featherweight of all time. Max was quick to say, we're not going to forget about Jose Aldo. Um, and that's someone who Max beat twice. He just has a lot of respect for Aldo defending the belt eight times, which Balkanovsky is on that path right now. Uh, four and a half, the over under line has moved towards Volkanovsky, uh, for whatever that is worth. Uh, Max Holloway has not had less than 100 strikes in six years. Uh, <laughs> if you're getting your money's worth, uh, with that fight, okay, <laughs> those are the top two. Sean Strickland, I mean, I like this guy. Uh, I'll pick them. I'll pick them. What's the read here? The over under is one and a half. Uh, Pereira is like one of the most feared men in the world. He's a world class kickboxer, yeah. <laughs> and that's why he's only got six or seven fights in his record, right? It's because those kickboxing numbers he's not ranked, right? Because he's correct. Uh, he just, just came to the UFC, but his first UFC fight was like second or third on the main card, so yeah, like, right, right. Uh, he's the only person to ever knock out Israel Adesanya. He did it in the in a kickboxing. Okay. Oh. Okay. So it's not on Adesanya's record. Mm. It's outside of MMA technically. Mm. Um. So he his nickname is means something. It means stone hands because like on. it means stone hands. Yeah. Because like he'll just be two inches away from you with a jab and knock you out like he's got ridiculous power so. i don't remember this flying knee that he had i watched it last night i didn't remember live it was on when we were at yeah. sarge's for friendsgiving oh okay that right, was the day right, it was sure. uzman covington yeah uh but no uh i saw the day strickland said he's gonna wrestle okay yeah and so if he does that prayer i could struggle all right. What did I? You said you had the live dog. I told you I'm going to take out a second mortgage and I'm going to put it on Brian Barbaranda. Come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? We've got two people on the same card uh, that are just laugh out loud funny. I mean, Robbie Lawler stealing your money here on the main card. Yeah, he beat Nick Diaz. Great. He's not ascending. Uh, <laughs> what, you know, what? what is this? What? He's still ranked. Or I don't know if he's actually, I think he is ranked. Maybe not. Uh, I'll have to check it out here. I don't have the glasses on me. I should put them on. But, I mean, here's the thing. Robbie Lawler, yes, he could get to professional win number 30. He's won twice in, in six years, okay? The same time Max Holloway is striking people 100 times or more. Robbie Lawler is losing to Tyron Woodley, beating Cowboy. He could have lost that fight, arguably. Losing four straight and then beating Nick Diaz. And he honestly could have, well, he knocked him out. That's right. Otherwise, I think Nick Diaz was fucking pounding him. So, yeah, this is going to be a war. He'll pre they'll probably give us a great-ass fight, but give me Barbarena large, and the line's actually moving towards Waller. I love it. <laughs> he lost 
five straight before uh, he beat Nick Diaz, yeah. and even his win before that was over a Cowboy. Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, classic. But this this dude had three a belt for a handful of times, so that's interesting. True. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the hottest fighters around back in like four, 14 through seventeen or sixteen. Um, yeah, I don't have much on this. I did not see his last win, and I didn't pay attention to UFC before that, so. Um, I have no idea what to expect, but I'm definitely going to ride with you on it because you're taking a strong opinion here, well, well, which I like. I was on Barbarina against Matt Brown <clears throat> and like, well, or, no, I was on him against Darren, uh, Darian Weeks, and he could have lost that one. All right. There's been a couple of fights like, oh, he won a split decision over Matt Brown. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I'll I wonder that. if I had him in that. I, I think you had Matt Brown, but I was on. No, uh, I didn't I have Brown because I because that was the night. I, yeah. Split decision winner, uh, because Matt Brown was wrestling. I must have sat out that. Um, oh, yes, I might have taken him. Not in a part. So, hope hey, if this goes to a decision, hopefully Barbarina gets the uh lucky draw there again. All right, Sugar Sean O'Malley, crazy, he's only lost one fight. Uh, O'Malley fight will not go two rounds. Sugar Sean is putting him out fairly early. Is that the parlay? Uh, Sugar Sean and Adesanya? Maybe throwing someone else? Yeah, or... with a couple others for you sure. You could get close to plus money there. Maybe you might have Ian to... Gary, Jalen Turner. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, just right down the line. Yeah, Munoz, one of these veteran guys where it's just like, you know, the number's there out of respect. Uh, changing on the guard. Turner Riddell is going to be crazier. Riddle. Uh... I love that fight. Riddell, yeah, yeah. right the first time. Uh I love that a lot. I also love Jalen Turner a lot. I'm not sure what to think of Rydell. Uh I watched him fight once. He got knocked out by uh, Faizid. Yeah. Uh, but he he's like a distance guy fighter. His average fight time is 14 and a half minutes. Mm. So he doesn't get knocked out. He doesn't knock you out. Right. Meanwhile, Turner averages six and a half minutes and has a 100% finish rate, including a four-fight finish streak. So... Yeah, uh, I love him a lot. I watched him knock out Jamie Malarkey. Oh yeah, back in March, if you remember that. Uh, he's got an eight-inch reach advantage. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is. Uh, he's basically. Uh, he, he's another guy that only fights uh, on like he's a big draw. Uh, so this should be like he only fights on UFC kind of main events. So this should be a banger of a fight. Is this? Uh, yeah, where you are. It, this is the fr- the uh, prelim main event, so to speak. Dude, the the main prelim card yes. is possibly better than the main card. <laughs> yeah, because you got Robbie Lawler in the main card, and then you got Cowboy here in the prelim. But yeah, Ian Gary, uh, undefeated. He's another guy. He's a draw. He fights in these big events. I mean, it, it's great. It's great. What do you got here? What what pops out when you're looking at this prelim? Uh, yeah, the prelim. Tava- Brad Tavares and yep. Duplessis. I don't even know his first name. I love Duplessis here. He's got he's sixteen and two in his career. All finishes and his wins. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Tavares is kind of like uh, Rydell. He's not really a grappler either. Duplessis can do. <coughs> he can do both. I, I like him a lot. He's a young guy too, like maybe twenty-eight, up-and-coming guy trying to get into the rankings. He's a real deal. Um, yeah, that's there's definitely <laughs> parlay opportunity here in the prelim card. Um, we didn't even talk about any thoughts on Cowboy and Jim Miller. I mean, Jim Miller, I think, is appropriately priced. Yeah, I think Jim Miller might destroy him. <laughs> Cerrone has been trying to fight, or Cerrone's been trying to fight for the last 
three months against Joe Lozon or however you pronounce it. <laughs> um, it's got called off once each for sure by each of them. So we'll fucking see. Yeah. Um, Cowboy hasn't won a fight in three years. Uh, he's, uh, of course, we all remember when uh, Conor McGregor touched him up in 40 seconds. He didn't even get off a strike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there, there it is. Um, all right, let's uh, wrap up with uh, UFC here in the early prelims. Uriah Hall, I mean, this Munoz guy, uh, you know, I don't sub guy, huge sub guy. Yeah. So that's why I think he's favored so heavily. Uriah Hall was a big time prospect at one point. Oh, Uriah Hall felt fought for the belt, I believe. Uh, nicknamed Primetime, but he's past his prime time. I think he does get submitted pretty early on if it gets to the ground early, but you never know. He's got legit knockout power. So he he won that fight against Chris Weidman where he broke his leg. Weidman threw the fucking strike and literally just snapped his leg. So it was a he didn't even throw a strike and he got a KO. <laughs> like it was just a bizarre leg check that he basically snapped his leg half on. Uh, freak like Kevin Ware shit. Uh, he lost to Sean Strickland. Yeah, that's going to be uh, interesting there. Uh, let's see. I'm moving down the line as, yeah, so Munoz is minus 333 right now. Jessica, I, Jesus Christ, she's a huge dog too. Uh, she hasn't won a fight, it seems like, in forever. She's been caught on like some split decision losses. It's like I've, I've seen her lose at least three times. And mind yeah. you, I've been a UFC fan for like 15, like a year, pretty 15 months. Yeah. And I'm like, is she gonna like get like lose her contract, not get renewed? But she's also ranked she's like ranked. top ten. Yeah. She's also in the top fifteen pound for pound women. So <laughs> I don't know if she'll ever win again, but I don't think she's going anywhere. I've seen her get like knocked out a handful, uh, three couple times in addition to like a decision loss. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's lost three straight since I've become. Are a they fan. all decisions or what? They are all decisions. Oh, really? But uh, she has definitely worn all three of them. Okay, that's what it is. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know too much about this last one any final thoughts i have nothing 276? no but i've i mean this could be figured out but i swear take the dog every time you bet a woman's fight and you would be very profitable sure um because they go to distance almost every time uh just wrapping up with some wimbledon thoughts because i have to hear it is still super early but i'm looking down the path i mean you could i took her uh for uh what was it pre-tournament yeah i think it was about even Jeez, uh, sounds like right. 105 i put two units on it i was like come on she did drop a set in her last match which is like you know very rare this winning streak has been incredible so i obviously all lies on her for the women men it's setting up for an Alcaraz Djokovic showdown. Alcaraz, I don't think grass is his best, but he dominates everything. He was wearing a shooter sleeve in one of his <laughs> uh, matches. He's so sick. Uh, one of my favorite people to watch. Um, and he's 1-0 against Djokovic, but that was uh, on clay. Djokovic defending uh, two-time defending champ where he beat Perrottini. Nadal is who I took because he has a chance for the Grand Slam, and everyone's rooting for that. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, no, I don't have much on Wimbledon, but I definitely will be tuned in pretty much starting now. Yeah. Um, as we get to it, like you said, I think you said this, but you got uh Joker and Alcaraz in a collision course, and then who has who does Nagal have to go through? That's the real question. Potentially, like CC boss again, you don't know what he, he's favorite, he's a dog tomorrow against Curgio. So, again, basically, it's wide open for the doll to pave his way there. Like, he, sh he should be favored well on his way um 
to the final, where I think he's going to face off with the winner of Djokovic and Alcaraz because Casper Rude went down. He's one of those top seeds. Uh, and I'm just trying to quickly, I, I don't even, Berrettini's actually, that's who's been dominating on grass. You were asking me about the grass court season. Who? Uh, Berrettini, who uh-huh. was in the final last year, he's been winning. He went back to back. Uh, really? Grass. So let's see. Yeah, it might be Berrettini. We said he lost to Fritz. Fritz, Fritz could potentially give him a battle. He won an ATP 1000. Um, hey, do you have any thoughts on the your new Big Ten conference? I don't like it at all. But it actually, one of the things I saw is just for football. Um, <laughs> Someone on the fan. I think I don't particularly thing. care much about Big Ten football because Notre Dame. But, of course, right. allow me to make this about Notre Dame. Notre Dame is like got the most leverage like everyone wants them now because right. other conferences sure. saw like ACC needs it. Notre Dame more than ACC needs or Notre Dame needs ACC, but like big Ten's going to be talking to Notre Dame. Like they're all trying to make a super conference. They're trying to be the SEC. Yeah. They're and all. So the SEC is going to try to make a move. Like, the ACC is in a precarious position. Like watch Pac-12 just here, got punched in the face. Here's my prediction. Big 12, Big 12 is going to disappear for no it. It's going to turn into just the SEC and the Big 10. So sure. maybe they'll call it like a North South. Oh, God, no. Um, we don't need that again. How about an East-West, even though geographically it doesn't make a lot yeah, of sense. Maps are super fun. Uh, but what I was about to say, though, is Clemson, Florida State, they're going to go to the SEC next bucket. Clemson and Florida State, you said? I think Miami's looking Well, all of them. Too. Yeah. Okay. But like the wanted ones, the other ones, like they'll go do their own things, like the yeah. shitty ACC. Is it Notre Dame number one currently in class? They've been crushing recruiting. 2023 and 2024. Marcus Freeman era. Yeah, it's good on him. And it'd be, I mean, he's got to be just someone's pumping in money. Like, what What are they going to? Uh, Jesus Christ himself? You know, who's, where's the money coming from? Hey, they, South Bend? Notre Dame, Notre Dame has always had the money. It's just where they allocate it to. They're now putting more money into the football program than ever before. Yeah. Never more apparent than, like, pictures of offensive coordinator Tommy Reese getting on a PJ. They didn't recruit like that before, so it's, uh, it's awesome to see. I think, I mean, they're not going to. I don't think they'll even make the playoff this year, but like they're building because sure. they, they open at Ohio state. So like, I don't know, you lose twice you're out and you're most likely. Starting That's a good loss. And it could be potentially. Uh, right. They basically right. just have to run the table since then. So we'll see. We'll see, but should be, should be fun. Um, in Miami, like now they're because they got a crystal ball right now. They're going full in on football. They've been doing all right. Um, but they fired their AD uh, and he's BC's new AD. Uh, so Blake James or something. My mom's always calling me. She's like, I've got news. I'm like, yeah, I heard. Cause everything. On Twitter. <laughs> she thinks she gets an email from like the board and she thinks she's going to break the news to me. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, halfway, uh, God, I just, you know, I talked with the play-by-play guy, uh, for Rutgers and I was like, Hey, we got a big game. It's the opener. Like that's not a sleep non-conference opponent. If, if we uh, lose the, I saw we're seven and a half point favorites. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a great game. We're excited for college football. Our old AD fucking went to uh, Penn State, so there's some big. Okay. I mean, no, no brainer, uh, and he's a Pennsylvania guy. Um, yeah, so that's crazy. Um, so Gardy on the fan today asked if uh, now they're going to have hockey out west, college hockey, because they the Pac-12 doesn't do hockey. I'm pretty sure, uh, which I was yeah. kind of stunned to think about. All right, that'll do it. Have a great weekend, Fourth of July. Uh, enjoy it. <laughs>